In late April 1945, the Third Reich's days were numbered. Keen members of the Nazi party, including Adolf Hitler himself, retreated to the heavily fortified underground facility known as the Führerbunker. It would be here that the world's most infamous man at the time would end his life, or so official reports claim. According to Hitler's last will and testament, instead of letting the Soviets defile his body upon capture, his lieutenants were to burn his and Eva Braun's body and place them in an unassuming shell crater. Fortunately for the Allies, the ruse was ineffective, and the Soviets reported recovering Hitler's body and confirming his identity. Although, later, it would seem the Soviets walked back their statement and cast doubt as to whether the body they had recovered was actually Adolf Hitler. Had the man who seemed to embody the driving will of the Nazi regime actually escaped from capture? Body doubles, missing U-boats, idyllic South American villas in the hills of Argentina. Could all of these things have been parts of the true story of Hitler's escape? This case file, the theorists get out their maps and magnifying glasses to search for clues in the hunt for the man with the little black mustache. No, not Charlie Chaplin. This is the search for Adolf Hitler. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 90. Whoop, 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 whoop. Ooh, 10 to 100. This countdown starts uh, now. Show's almost over. We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Thank God. Um, then we're going to talk about uh, Hitler or just Nazis escaping Germany. I think a little bit of both. Did Hitler? Did he die? Does Hitler he still live? Where they go? <laughs> where they go? The Nazis. Where they go? The Nazis. Where they go? <laughs> um, I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. I'm Andrew. My name's GF. <laughs> we have uh, GF Amigo Grande uh, here with Amigo us. Amigo Grande. He's our resident World War II buff. And we, and we also res- rescued him from Mexico last year. If you n- never listened to that one, chicken pizza. Yeah. If you want to hear more of Jeff, uh, get on our Patreon because he's on a couple of those. Good times. <laughs> it's what good you guys, sales pitch. You guys, <laughs> good. Yeah. Oh, Fox and you guys whoring me out. Turn off their phone. Who's that? that oh, <laughs> shitty ringtone. Yeah. Change that. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, Why don't you just have the generic ringtone we all have? I have a or Galaxy. Oh. So Who the, the fuck has a ringtone nowadays anyways? Isn't everybody's phones on vibrate? I like to answer my phone sometimes. Yeah. Uh, that's not <laughs> something I missed, I'm used uh, to. I missed an, I'm pretty sure I missed an important call. Um, I have a rhinoplasty coming up, and I'm pretty sure I missed the uh, hospital booking call because my phone is on silent all the time. Because I hate taking. You gotta calls. wait another six months now. Probably. 
We'll see. I was on the sh- like the short short list. If they like, if they have a booking, they were gonna call me, but it could only be a few days' notice. I'm gonna get that cute little butt nose I always wanted. <laughs> be able to fucking breathe properly. I'll be able to. Sh- yeah, be nice. I'll be able to share a fucking hotel room with you without fucking not being able to sleep. That'd be fantastic. You'll be able to watch a movie with me without. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Without wanting hearing, to f- fucking strangle the you. entire thing. I have to. I have to sit three three seats <laughs> over from you at a theater. I can't watch. Oh, it's infuriating, man. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. You it's even tell- worse now that he can't have popcorn. Everybody yeah. in the fucking theater just slowly moves away from you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's uh, and then I'm sitting by myself in the prime seats. Let's get into some space news. Um, I got a couple things. Oh yeah, what is that? What are you drinking? Who's who's drinking? Uh, Root beer, Zevia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Woo. <laughs> It's made with real ginger. Okay, my stomach's a little upset. It's Monday night. Beebs is getting wild. Fucking nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> NASA saw something come out of a black hole for the first time ever. Oh, shit. Was it a Chitauri ship? No, uh, it looks like just a pulse of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, the supermassive black hole, Markarian 335... Um, two of NASA's telescopes, including the Nuclear Spectroscopic Telescopic Array, amazingly observed a black hole's cornea being launched away from the supermassive black hole. This is the first time they've ever been able to observe something leaving a black hole and not going in. That's mm. pretty fucking cool. cool. I thought nothing could escape yeah. a black hole. Um, you thought wrong. We are quickly yeah, changing our opinion of black hole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Universe right. is weird. Yeah. It said the, the enormous X-ray energy spewed out. This kind of phenomenon has never been observed before. This is the first time we have been able to link the launching of the corona to a flare. This will help us comprehend how supermassive black holes power some of the brightest objects in the cosmos. Cool. Interesting. So you learned something new. Yeah. Some things can uh, escape. A black hole. I think it's like I think it's caused by the black hole itself. Is like, oh, whoops! Fucking turned on an ad there. Um, I also had uh, we talked about the SpaceX commercial crew test flight delayed. Yeah, Uh, delayed till February. So uh, we were it was going to be January seventeenth, but the DM one is. Looking like it's not going to launch till February, but you know that's not uncommon with these things. There's a lot of fucking ins and outs and checks and balances. So you got to make sure someone's not drilling holes in the shuttle. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> that one that left Russia. Remember that one? Yeah. Fuck. Drill holes Little from hole the inside in up in space. Um. So then I just wanted to uh, last bit of space news I had. Oh, this was a weird one. I got two things. Pulled up, had an article. I thought SpaceX was killing it. Just laid off 10% of uh, its workforce. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's crazy. Mm. 10%. I wonder if it's because they're just getting things to a point where it's like streamlined, I hope. I read it. And not they pretty much they're, said that they're starting because their new, uh, their new projects are going to be so intensive, they have to you know, divert some resources to just get these projects off the ground. Mainly their heavy rocket lifter and their satellite array for internet through space 
I guess. That has nothing to do with buddies smoking up on Rogan's podcast, <laughs> does it? <laughs> that, was a, that was a very iconic photo. We should make that into a shirt. It probably already it's is. It's been made a million times, probably. Yeah, I love that face. Um, February, some things to look forward to coming up next month, February. Uh, Israeli and Indian lunar landings. Uh, a nonprofit venture, Space Ale, plans to launch an $88 million lunar probe aboard the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. If successful, the mission would make Israel the fourth country to achieve a soft landing on the moon cool. after Russia, the U.S., and China. The four-legged lander will weigh around 1,300 pounds, the sm- so, making it the smallest spacecraft to land on the moon. So what's it like a, a soft landing? Is it like a pre-landing before the real landing? Like, I don't understand. What I, I think soft? it's soft landing is like <laughs> unmanned. Oh, uh, okay. I think so. Or I really soft know. rather Maybe than just... crash landing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah hopefully. It's, yeah. There's either two types of landing, crash or soft, so... Uh, the only other thing to look forward to in February, a Japanese space probe will collect samples of an asteroid. Uh, the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency's probe, Hayabusa 2, reached the near-Earth asteroid Ryugu last year and deployed rovers that sent back images of the surface. But between February 18th and 23rd, the spaceship itself will start descending from its position above the asteroid surface and land on it in order to collect fragments of the asteroid that will eventually be transported back to Earth. So Venom is coming to life. <laughs> no, no, no. Then we'll actually know what Space Godzilla looks like. Fucking Space Godzilla? Yeah, there's Space Godzilla. That's a thing. Look it up. Somebody's going to get that I don't tell you. <laughs> Dan, I just take everything. It's one of the coolest monsters from the from the Toho series. The Space Godzilla. It's like my favorite. It looks like Godzilla, but he's got giant crystals on his shoulders that shoot lightning bolts. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat that. That sounds pretty good. Uh, anyone else got any space news? Not really, unless you're a fan of the Hubble telescope. They say that because you, we talked about it before that they had like the gyroscopes go down and it hasn't been taking pictures for a while. But after a few meetings, they think it's got another 10 years. Woo-hoo. So. Booyah. More pictures. Not dying. They said they can save it yes. and it should be operational again very shortly. Some of the coolest pictures come from that thing, though. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, when's a, I want that James Webb one up there already. That one got delayed by, I think, a couple of years now, I think they said. Yeah, 2020 or something. 2021, I remember correctly. Was supposed to be, it was supposed to be, be awesome. this year, 2019, but I think it might be a couple of years after that now. Like, if you think about how good the Hubble is, think about when that went up there and think about, like, if we sent something now. Like, it's going to be fucking night and day. It's going to be like going from fucking black and white to a fucking Samsung roll-up HD 4K. (laughs) (laughs) Horsehead Nebula in 4K. Yeah. 3D. (laughs) All right. That's all I got. All right. All I got uh, for Space News. Dan, Andrew? Mm-mm. Nope. Space is cool. Space is always neat. Space is cool. Amigo um, Grande? Uh, no, I I got the no. only thing I know lately about space is that uh, I made sure my Discord picture was from space, and it's my favorite thing in the world. You space mongoose. Yeah, it's fucking rad. I just that's exactly what I typed into this fucking space or into the Google. It's like space mongoose. And that's <laughs> what fucking came up. I've never been so happy. I want that on a fucking t shirt. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. That's actually pretty sweet. Isn't that wicked? 
Cool. How's your computer? Um, ah, it's good. I can't fucking believe that I raised Mongoose fucking studios from the ashes by myself. So your computer didn't die, is what you're saying? Oh no, no, never, never mind. By ashes, I mean from fucking Best Buy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that that being said, I did plug it in all by myself, turn it on, and download the right apps. So that's a pretty big fucking deal. Great job, buddy. Great job. That's huge. That's huge. That is that is job. big. Monumental. It's fucking pretty normally, big. Yeah. Normally, I have to walk them through like I do, uh, like one would have to do with your grandpa or grandma. <laughs> That's yeah, a big he's got to. I got to. He's got to feed me with this kind of shit. But this time, yeah. I even I called him just in case, but I ended up figuring it out. No, he, he did it. He said, "Let me. I got to learn to do this on my own." Much like a, a, a broken man learning to walk again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take those training wheels off, man. Take them off. I got this. Um, Is there a montage? I, it probably was a montage. Yeah. There should be. <laughs> there should. Be. It was. It was him of just oh, him fuck. like right clicking where he should left click. No easy way out was playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking perfect. There's no easy way out. Easy way out. <laughs> How do you turn your computer on? <laughs> oh my god, Dan! That was great. I don't know if it was the, I don't know if it was the mic there, but oh shit, I got goosebumps. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Woo. And if you love karaoke, uh, meet us in Vegas to see Dan <laughs> sing "No Way Out" live. <laughs> From the twin piano bar at yeah, New York, New oh York. <laughs> no, that that was fucking good. Like, that's one of the best Robert Tepper fucking impressions I've heard. It was, it was good pretty good. I was impressed. Rocked it. Rocky it. If you haven't, Rocky if you haven't heard it, listen to it's it. The shit. music video is one of the greatest music videos I've ever seen. It's fucking phenomenal. The um the band the Proto Men do a cover of it. That's pretty good. I'll have to listen to that. Pretty neat. Any. The uh, Randomatron is um, down for the evening, unfortunately. It's fucking dicked. It's, it's broken. Dicked. It's being updated. It's fucking dicked. It'll be back. It's being updated. It'll be back. So for that no uh, UFO case file of the week today, this week. Don't worry. It'll oh, be man. back. You got to promise to mispronounce things during the fucking podcast anyways, though. That's no problem. There's a lot of German names, I'm sure. Thank and God. German places <laughs> and uh, South American places that... Uh, I can. I'm sure I can, just obliterate. Thank God. Um, let's get into it. So, did Hitler escape or did he die? Who uh, who wants to, who wants to take the lead? Who wants to go first? Uh, Dan, maybe. <laughs> uh, we should. <laughs> Any volunteers? About Dan. Dan. Uh, what about our resident resident World War Two ever? expert he's just a world war ii buff See, no right. i and tell I can, us i can tell vouch, us everything tell us everything about world war ii go yeah i can vouch for <laughs> jeff we don't we have, have enough we time. made let's a put fucking ground, let's we made let's a fucking animation project in grade what jeff was it grade nine or grade eight grade eight i think yeah grade grade eight animation project on uh on how the uh there was a ceasefire on christmas wasn't it that's world war one was it world war one this the same. It all mashed together. Right? <laughs> They're the same. They were I mean, Germans, really. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. Well, it was it that was it World War One where they had the ceasefire and they played soccer together, or is that yeah? That was World War One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I was. So so far, our World War Two bosses <laughs> <laughs> off the flying start. Close. Yeah. How about we start? Um, how about we start with this? 
how how do we know that Hitler died? Like, why does why is that the official story? We don't know. I know, but why? What, well, what no, is the official okay. story? Why did they? Because they said they found you no. Know, they were taught. Yeah, we're taught in school. Like, what were you we taught in school? I, I was taught that he committed suicide in a bunker. Yes. And then his men wrapped him up, put him in a, a crater, lit him on fire, burned him, and loosely buried him. And then he was dug up a couple of days later by Soviet troops as they took the capital. That's pretty much right. the story, right? Yeah, that well, was yeah. in his yeah, will, specifically written in his will, was to be burned, uh, his body and Ava Braun's body to be burned uh, by his commanders uh, that were in the Fuhrer bunker with him so that his body would not be defiled by the invading Soviets, which he hated he so much. He didn't want to go down like fucking Mussolini. I don't blame him. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, they like kicked his head. Oh, man. They, what? Like, yeah. they dragged yeah, him Mussolini, all the way to Milan. Yeah. yeah. Packed our bags. We are going to Milan. But they fucking dragged him and beat him and killed him. It was terrible. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Oh, uh, I, Dude, I barely... I took, I, I took a lot of electives. <laughs> <laughs> <In high school. laughs> basket weaving 101 yeah basket weaving i know a lot of you know cooking uh auto 11 <laughs> um so yeah that's that was my understanding of hitler too is that you know he shot himself um body burned dug up soviets took his body case closed they've had his body ever since well they don't even have his body they just kept the piece of his jaw and they said a piece of a, a, the skull with a bullet hole in it. They didn't actually keep the body. I think yeah. they got rid of the body. They either burned the body or what did they do with the body? I don't really know the whole uh, story. They did cremate the body. Some people say they he, they burned it, but other people are saying there's accounts of them like burying it beside this tree. No, they did bury it. They buried it, then they dug it back up, and then they burned it. And then, yeah. And they burned it. So then all that was yeah. left for all this time was... Supposedly supposedly yeah we're, we're staying with the official story right now is that they burned it they kept a piece of his jawbone and a piece of his skull with a bullet hole in it and they matched through was it his dentist or his dentist assistant confirmed that that was uh, it was 100 percent hitler's jawbone to, because he had bad teeth and you could it was unmistakable pretty much yeah yeah but it's it's <laughs> so from what i from what i read it was two people from his dental team that drew his teeth from fucking memory and then matched it to that. Just yeah, they didn't have his close. records. They yeah. just like drew it on a napkin. They drew, and that's and they that they were good. That was good enough for them to put it on every fucking history textbook. Which is fucking it's ridiculous. Close. That's the guy. At the end of the day, man, over. habeas corpus. Show me the fucking body. Like I don't understand this. Like we need proof. Okay, well, before I give any any proof that I think I found, why? So people think he escaped. So if he didn't die in the bunker and he escaped, people say he went to Argentina because there was a ton of Nazis who did escape to Argentina, like tons of high-ranking Nazis. Thousands. Thousands. Well, the fact that the, the fact to me that thousands escaped doesn't like that doesn't sway me so much. The fact that so many high-ranking officials escaped and then like they would leave and go to Argentina and then like promote someone in their position and then that post person would get caught and they'd be like we got the guy when really the real guy had he would taken off to argentina he's sitting long on the beach gone. And, like long fucking gone. eichmann Goebbels, like um uh mangale is that the guy they called angel fucking, of death or whatever 
Mangley, yeah, yeah Joseph Mangley. Yeah. He was probably Dude, the baddest was, motherfucker in the whole Third Reich. Man. Wasn't he making? He was making like skin lamps. That guy, right? Yeah, that guy was <laughs> fucked. Yeah. He's the guy that was doing all the wacky experiments and shit. Yeah, he is the head guy at Auschwitz. So like, shit. he he made it out. You've got. Uh, I had a list here. Adolf Adolf Eichmann. Yeah. Um, he was the architect of the final solution, which was to exterminate the Jews. Well, uh, who and, else? Uh, and Goebbels. Yeah. Joseph Goebbels. Walter Rauf. Um, he implemented mobile gas chambers responsible for killing 100,000 people. Mobile, hey? Just got to get it fucking portable. It works so well. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, Fran, Fran Stangl, uh, nicknamed ooh. White Death, for his ooh, proclivity Stangle. to wear a white uniform and carry a whip. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Can you can you start pronouncing this with a Australian accent or Australian <laughs> a German accent for me, please? Get I, mate. Franz Stangl. <laughs> that good what one? was that? Uh, that, <laughs> what? that was my Austra- That was my best Australian. Oh Jesus! No, that's to hear German now. Um, Franz Stangl. Uh, I'm not a very let's bring good back German Jeff accent. or uh, Unterweger. Uh, Jack Unterweger. That we got to talk to our German uh, correspondent. Our German um, NTT correspondent. Yeah, Stangle would just, he killed those, like, he loved um, kill those with mental and physical disabilities. That's fine. Some of the worst people of the Nazi party did escape to Argentina, and that's totally proven and documented, pretty much, right? Yeah. Well, Go- Goebbels and fucking, and Mengele were the two biggest pieces of shit. Now, when did they, how, when did they escape? Was it at the end here that once Hitler was, what, they killed himself? Or didn't kill himself, or was it like months before, or or when? Do we know? Well, see, it's that's a like. When do we really know Hitler killed himself? Right, like we were first, and there was a first that announcement made, right, by that. Uh, from what I understand, Dan can correct me; I might be wrong, but from from what I was reading, it was that uh, Stalin's marshal uh, Zubkov made the announcement that Hitler had committed suicide, and then a couple hours later, the Germans propaganda actually said that he died at the head of his army fighting and that was in like may of may of 1945 well the, i think it's like he's supposed to kill himself on the 30th of april of 1945 is when like the timeline is but yeah i think it was like two days after it was first announced it was first announced may 1st i know yeah it was two much. yeah it was two that days after he died. actually died is when they made the announcement Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that all that all checks out. But it pretty much comes down. It seems like a cut and dry issue, right? If if they did have his his skull and his dental records, it should be case closed. However, they never really had any like independent studies on these things. Okay, it was his dentist that said it was, or his dentist assistant or whatever it was said, like, yeah, that's his teeth. And you're like, if you're that loyal to Hitler, and you believe in everything he was doing. Well, and not only that, like the Russians did not help anything at all, right? Because like I was saying, that Zubkov guy announced on the first that, yes, okay, Hitler had uh, shot himself in the head and Eva Braun had killed herself with a cyanide pill. And then um, he fucking later recants it, right? Stalin goes to that, uh, the hell's the name, that the Potsdam conference where he talks yeah, to, pot- tr- yeah, where he talks to Truman and's like, and he's like, nope. There's very good chance that uh, Hitler escaped and is now living in Argentina. I'm almost positive of it. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Like, and see what, which is weird to me is what, what do the Russians have to gain for faking that? You know what I mean? That they had found the body or faking that or hiding the fact that they did find it. And now they want everybody to think that he's still alive. I know. But there's like, dude, what, what, what did no, they have to gain? Tons. It seems like, cause like, I, well, exactly. Tons. Like it, they're dude, right at, on the brink of the cold war, we right? Gained. We gained so much from the Germans. Operation Paperclip. We were just like, we forgave. They were like, oh, you you did fucking weird things, but you know how to build the rocket? All right, come join our team. Cool. Like, we were just taking anyone and everyone. So you're saying this guy who changed a country with his ideology, like, you don't think you can learn some things from him as a country, or especially a country where you're kind of, you know, uh, on the outskirts of, um, like, democracy and stuff, like Russia? Like, you could use his, like, knowledge of propaganda and all that stuff. And and it's funny too because right after they're like, okay, no, he's he's in Argentina. Within months after that, he's like, actually, you know what? No, uh, the British actually have uh, Hitler, and he's alive. So that like the, like the Russians were pretty much spreading, or the Soviets at this time were pretty much spreading disinformation about his death at the time. Exactly, and, and like uh, the British went so far as to send their own team into the bunker, right, to do do their own investigation. But unfortunately, like that was months and months after Hitler had supposedly killed himself. And the Russians had fucking ransacked the place. It was flooded. But through their fucking search, they found no evidence of any type of gun being fired in there. There was no shell casings. There's no blood splatter. There was no nothing. They had absolutely like no sign that Hitler had killed himself. Okay. So British say, British go in there. They're like there's no signs of like a bullet wound to a head. Which I guess you'd see blood spatter everywhere, and that's. Could you really? Could you, can you even clean blood off like concrete, like porous concrete? If it was like a concrete bunker. That's a good question. Dan? Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you could clean it off. I imagine you could clean like with today's technology. I don't think you could clean it good enough without like, like I, bleach and stuff. But I for just, back then, could you like could you dirty it up enough that you couldn't tell? I'm, well, yeah, that's, that's good highly point, plausible. Actually. Like you'd have the fucking tools to be able to find it properly anyways. And, he, but. and here's the thing, depending on the caliber of pistol, it may have not, there might not be an exit, right? Like it may yeah, not it have 22, like, but do you think, no, it do was you think Hitler would have, you think Hitler would have risked, risked using a 22? No, he used a seven, six, two, like he, full, like big caliber, like six shooter bullet. Yo, well, cause his skull fragmented, right? Yeah. So it said, they, they said like the actual, that's why yeah, the piece of his skull is cause it probably blew off with the impact of the bullet. Our uh, resident uh, World War Two buff has made a sign. Uh, the the uh, the standard issue was nine mil, not seven six two. But are we? Do we know if he used the standard issue back then? I don't, I don't know. know. I read yeah, everybody. I read it Lugers. a few times, but but like for me, I just I I honestly feel like Hitler would have been above going out like that. You know what I mean? And like especially considering the fact of what happened in forty one, like the Project uh, Valkyrie. You know what I mean? Like this guy had eyes in the back of his fucking head. As soon as they tried taking him out the first time and they got way too close, he was super paranoid, man. Like a guy that smart and meticulous, he for sure had a fucking contingency plan for sure. Right. What was, what was project Valkyrie again? Uh, it was the, uh, it was the Germans that, well, there's a few high ranking Germans that had fucking slowly decided to, you know what I mean? Turn their backs on Hitler, but they kept it, under wraps and they came up with a plan to fucking kill him. And they tried to, I believe Jeff, you might remember they detonated a bomb. They ended up killing like pretty much two, like it 
Hitler was basically two people away from dying. If he was that close, that close, he would have died. Yeah, it was. It was the like the the briefcase bomb was placed under the wrong side of the table. It was exactly. That was that was in forty four, and then after after that, Hitler really stopped making his big public appearances. And this, a lot of people believe to think that this is what kind of started his his plan to escape, because Hitler realizes he can't even trust his own people, aside for probably like a few like you know Goebbels and all them. So I don't know. I think I think he I think he made his escape because he's like, I'm out. This is a huge mess. What have I done? <laughs> totally, totally. It to me like it doesn't make like you know when you kind of look into the person he was. I don't see him killing himself, but I do see him like I could see him being like a I'm gonna see this through to the end kind of guy. Yeah, like I'm I could gonna... also I could also see him being the type of guy that doesn't bleed his own blood. You know what I mean? Like not gonna let them oh, have 100%. the satisfaction of killing him. So. So leading up, so towards the end of April, uh, Hitler was signing all the official orders, like for the for the soldiers during the siege of Berlin, and uh, they stop, uh, I think, on like the twenty, like third of April. He doesn't sign any more after that. It was like his like second in charge guy. So, uh, what was he doing during that week? Getting a base tan for Argentina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I, also, I need to backtrack a little bit. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Um, Goebbels did not escape to Argentina. Goebbels committed mass suicide with his wife and like five kids. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he yeah, was he just died left in the, charge, and he then died he in the was, bunker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he took bad. a cyanide pill. Yeah, with and he poisoned all his kids too. Like, fucking sick bastard. I don't think there's any way. I think it's more logical that he either es- escaped in the last week. The, the only thing in that last week, there is that last photo, the last known photo of him, which is two days. It's April 28th, so it's two days before he committed suicide. It was his double. Allegedly. It was a double. Yeah, he had, well, if- he, even in the bunker, I like from, I was listening to this thing from uh, the, the Russian, the Russians brought along translators with them. And they were saying how they overheard the soldiers talking about, oh, hey, here's Hitler right here. He's got the mustache. No, no, this one over here is Hitler because he's got this, right? So there was like yeah, three so, or four different people there that they mistaken for Hitler until they found- Yeah, every, every, uh, every soldier uh, at this time who had facial hair was ordered to, uh, if it was blonde, to dye it black with boot polish. And they were ordered to shave, shave in the, uh, the Hitler-style mustache uh, to help create confusion. So- you know, if if some Soviet soldiers find a presumably Hitler body, they get on the horn and the intelligence guys come out. Meanwhile, four other Hitlers have been found throughout the city. Uh, creates a lot of confusion and Listen, opens up a huge window for him to escape. You only do that if there's an escape plan. You don't do that to elude. You're just like, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to confuse them until they catch me and kill yeah. myself. I'm the Hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way, like, you're doing that so you can slip out on notice. You know what I mean? Like, he grew a beard, maybe dyed his hot, dyed his hair blonde. He got no, he some frosted tips. He, he shaved, shaved his, his head, head whatever. Yeah. Shaved well, his head, shaved his muscles, whatever. What you wouldn't even notice. You, like, you wouldn't know. Especially, this, is not, this isn't today where it's like all of us have seen a picture of him. This is, like, this is 1945. 
I'm sure some of these guys in the battle hadn't seen a picture of him. They're like, they know the mustache. They're described. They see some blurry black and white photos. Uh, no, no. I, I think it would have been on, it would have been everywhere in the papers. Hitler's face. Posters. Fucking everybody's going to the movies. It was all war propaganda shit back then. I'm guarantee you they knew what he looked like. Yeah, they they, they still a lot like printing uh, press and all that stuff. It's not that long ago. So it's pretty long ago. Yeah, but they, I, don't, they had, I, don't, I don't think you're gonna have high. Not gonna I don't have think color it's gonna pictures, be but you'd have photos, good, like, yeah. pretty good black and white pictures. Yeah, think, think, still, think of I'm the footage. Saying, think know? of the World War II footage that was filmed back then. Yeah, it's shit. But you can still see people's faces. It's garbage. Yeah, but I couldn't recognize any one of those people if they were walking on the street. Well, they, you mean after he after he alters yeah, but his, he's, his well, especially the, after he alters his face. This is the fucking world's most evil man that everybody hates, and you've been subjected to propaganda with the movies and all that. Everybody knows what this man looks like. You could basically here, put his face up there and then put the devil's face beside him and be like, "Who's who?" <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my thing, though. Like, if you if you to- if you showed me some pictures of Hitler and then you know all this war is going on. In my head, I always do this with everyone. I always imagine everyone's way taller than they actually are. Way taller. I always oh, yeah. imagine everyone way bigger than me. And then you meet people and you're like, oh, they're tiny. Like you're like, oh, they're tiny. So like I you could get thrown off, man. I'm saying, like, someone shaves their head, and, like changes their look. You know, maybe you wouldn't even give them a second glance. Uh, this is this I, at this time span, this is the most popular person in the world. This is also the most chaotic time in fucking German history. Fucking bombs are falling. There's soldiers everywhere from various groups fucking tearing apart the city. It's not like this is a like it's a it's a fucking war zone. It's yeah, pandemonium. I don't understand how that would affect. It's probably the, the most insane time frame in human history at this point. Is like that, just mayhem. I bet going on there in that city. Yeah, I won't argue. The siege with that. of Berlin. Is, I, it's definite mayhem for sure. And I think it, I don't think Hitler would have just walked out no matter what disguise. But what I think he could have done, it's like pretty well documented that there's a huge underground network of tunnels and like sewers and stuff under Berlin at that time. Tons of stuff under that city. So, oh, for sure. So, yeah, yeah. You know, if he, like, they would have known all, they would have had the advantage of knowing exactly what tunnels went where. They would have been all mapped. That's the way he would have got out. The surface, I think, oh, would have, he did. I think a surface would have been hard to get out. <laughs> He didn't fucking shave his face and pick his head and just stroll out the front door of the no. bunker being like, all right, I'll catch you guys later. Yes, walks <laughs> down, puts on an American jacket and black face. <laughs> so there, there's also uh, reports that uh, the Germans had captured uh, British transport aircraft or American transport aircraft. Yep. And there was uh, uh, this main road. I can't remember what it's called, but it, it ran east-west through, through Berlin. It was used as like a rudimentary uh airstrip towards the end of the war uh you know there's there's no saying that uh hitler could have hopped on one of these allied aircrafts and made a slip out uh spain was uh at this time neutral in the war but uh, also had a fascist friends dictator and dic- dic- exactly dictator, so they were still sorry. friends with friends with the germans so you know he could have uh that plane could have easily made it into spain and he could have easily uh Made us flee from there. Jeff, do you know of any other South American countries that had fascist dictators? Uh, maybe no, not at the top of my head. Argentina, maybe Argentina. Yeah. Well, I think Chile too. They kind of had uh, some of the Nazis went to Chile as well. But uh... okay, so what are what are some of the? Let's get into some of the theories on how he would have he got out. So we got network tunnels. The U boat one stands find, out to me. 
big time. I so don't what, buy the U-boat one because the Allies broke the Enigma code without the Germans realizing. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, that's a good point. That's a really yeah. good point. I never thought about that. So unless they had like another top secret secret uh, way of, of communicating with that U-boat, uh, I think that they would have res- they would have they would have caught on. Well, but there were U boats that still made it to Argentina around. It, yeah, there's U boats right? in the St. Lawrence River too. Yeah, I think U boat. So, I never. I think U boat would be the U boat be the best way because how else are you going to get all the way to Argentina? You're gonna have to have a few fuel stops on the way. So like, if you do get on the plane, it's got to stop somewhere a couple times on the way to Argentina. Like, it's not going to fly all the way there. What about a secret basin? Antarctica. Antarctica. Oh, shit. I think he, it was. He could have made his way down Africa. I think he made his way to Norway and then to Argentina. Well, it's, it's like it, we've talked about it before about, uh, you know, Nazis uh, being interested in routes to Antarctica and Antarctic routes. Um, there's some theories that suggest that they did build an underwater base there. And well, didn't the Navy move all their, mobilize their whole fleet over there? The American Navy? I think that's so, what we yeah, talked about, Operation High Jump. Yeah, that was a couple years jump. after. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, who's to say he didn't go there first, right? And then make a short and, jump over to And Argentina. a lot of these a lot of these Germans who made it to South America, it wasn't like, you know, the war ended spring 45, summer 45, and they were in Argentina that year, that season. Some of them took a couple of years to make it there. Like some were in hiding in Europe for a bit. Some slowly made it over there in the 50s, like. It could have been a slow process. And yeah, he could have hung out in Spain or anywhere, somewhere in hiding before until things cooled down oh, a totally. little bit. Well, and bef- and like also too, we got to stress that like already before before 45, there was a massive German population in South America, it, mostly in Argentina and Chile. Like they already had these massive German communities, right? Mm-hmm. And they still persist. To the, they're There's, still there to this day and they don't speak Spanish or anything, right? They're just straight German. Just fucking nuts, man. Yeah, it's like Bavarian villages in the middle of the fucking jungles of South America, which is fucking bananas. And, uh, you know, already before the end of the war, we were already shifting our eyes onto the Russians as the next threat. So you lay low for a couple of years. People believe the official story that, yeah, I off myself in the bunker. They're not worried about Germany anymore. We're worried about the, the Soviets. The fucking Communism. red fist of the Soviet. Then you're free to move around. Yeah. No one would even think you were fucking... you walk on the street and someone would be like, hey, you know you kind of look like? And you'd be like, yeah, Hitler. I get it all the time. <laughs> and, he'd be like, and you'd be like, yeah, fuck. That sucks. And you're like, yeah, man. No, tell man. Me like, you should have seen me in the war. Dude, after <laughs> after when they started... When, when they first... Like in 45, when the Russia started to recant that Hitler had killed himself, fucking the entire world went into this mass hysteria. And like you see all these new release documents from the CIA and the FBI about fucking thousands on thousands of people reporting that they've seen Hitler in like fucking Brooklyn. And you know what I mean? Like ridiculous shit like that. Like everybody was thinking they saw Hitler. Well, there's a lot of, lot Dan, of, lot of doppelgangers in the world. A lot of people look alike. Totally. Dan, and, well, Dan, didn't, didn't you tell me the FBI still has a file open? FBI Dan? still has a file open. I didn't say that. Oh. I did. I did. Oh, they, and, apparently they still have an F the FBI still has a missing, missing person's file on. And he would be what, like 130 right now? <laughs> oh, I like, I don't think he'd be alive now. He's 100 percent dead. No, he's he'd be like 130 years old now, wouldn't he? He would. Be, he was like, Dan, what was he like 56 when he died? So, the oldest fuck. But the thing is, supposedly, 
do you really think that a guy like that would just go and just live out the rest of his days? Be like, well, I'm not going to, I've done my time in politics. Yeah. yeah look <laughs> at look what fucking, look at Thanos. Thanos killed half the universe and then decided to go sit in a nice little fucking, uh, orchard. It just, watch the that's sunset. the one thing that doesn't make sense to me is that he would just go and then just lay low the rest of his life. Yeah. Why not? Why not? He's hanging out with fucking Tupac warm. and Elvis. <laughs> it's just that part seems weird to me to say so quiet where it's like you know you know what I mean like you you essentially you know your your ideology you know you're wiping out millions of people um you're taking over countries and then the next you're like well I had a good run but I everything I fucking failed miserably hey, we're all working towards it it's called retirement <laughs> exactly <laughs> I guess so. You know that they still find Nazi gold in South America. So there is a huge cache of money. Well, there's a lot of money missing. Like, there's a ton yeah, of money just, fucking missing. You know what? All his stolen art, just like chilling his Argentinian villa, drink wine, so watch the sunset. Who knows more? Because I I read somewhere that he had lived to like seventy in the hills of Argentina. Anyone else read into that one? Well, have you ever? Have you? Did any of you guys look into that Eden Hotel? No. So that was that, uh, is that that one that was that, it was like that, uh, fascist colony that they turned into a hotel. Well, no. So it's in La Felda, Argentina. It was this, it was Eaton, it's called the Eaton Hotel. It's been around since the thirties. And I guess it, uh, it was owned by this German aristocrat. Her name is, uh, Ida, Ida Eichhorn, or I'm sure I'm fucking butchering it. It's something German, but, uh, Apparently, this lady, she had this giant, lavish hotel that was surrounded by a German com- um, community who she'd always host these fancy parties for, and she'd frequent back and forth from Germany, and I guess that rose the suspicion of the FBI, so they decided to look into this lady, and when they did, um, right around the time of the rise of the Nazi, Nazi party, it showed she she wired her entire income of uh, 30,000 marks to Joseph Goebbels to support the party. And there's like tons of letters back and forth from her and Hitler showing how much of a confidant and a friend that she was to Hitler. Hmm. Right. And there's a story like there's obviously like who knows if this is real or not, but there's on this documentary I was watching, there actually was a maid that worked there that remembers it being visited by Hitler. And like without a doubt, it was Hitler. Now, he didn't spend the entire time there. He ended up leaving to the mountains, which is maybe what Braden's talking about. But without a doubt, this lady said they shut down the entire third floor of this this hotel. And for I think it was for a few months. And she brought Hitler his food. She wasn't allowed to talk to him. There was all these rules. But she said, without a doubt, it was Hitler with a shaved head and a shaved mustache. There you go. Case closed. They have a page on TripAdvisor. (laughs) Do they? Eden Hotel, Eden Hotel, and yeah, it has a four star rating. <laughs> four star. It's one of the reviews from Hitler. <laughs> yeah, und das great place to stay, y'all. <laughs> Germans are meticulous. Are very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a, it's got a strict, strict code. You know, it's dress code. You got to dress with, you know, really nice clothes, and you have to have blonde hair and blue eyes, though. So it's, yeah, I think Zelly's the only one that could stay. Oh, Jeff could too. Jeff and yeah, Zell Jeff could get in there. Fuckers. Fucking Lannisters. Go white face, man. You get so, in. 
Me? Yeah. <laughs> need some fucking <laughs> bleach. Need some need Michael Jackson so skin what bleach. Other... I got to go see my good friend, uh, the angel of death, and see if he can inject some <laughs> of that blue into my eyes. <laughs> what other do we? Is there any more theories about him, like how he, him getting out? Any leading theories? Because like we talked about, like him getting out of the U boat. Jeff made a really good point. I I never even thought about the Enigma code and that it it was a secret. We broke it. Well, but that um, that see now that's cool. That makes sense. But at the same time, there was like fucking um, uh, what's their fucking Mangala and Eichmann both got to Argentina on U boat still, right? How how about this one? I got I got one. This is one that I was just thinking of when I was doing some research. Uh, during Operation Paperclip and stuff, like in that sense, we offered him, like the well, not we, but like the states offered him refuge because they wanted to keep him out of the hands of the Soviets, knowing that the Soviets were going to be the next issue. So they made a deal with him, right? To be like, hey, you come with us. You tell some of your top guys, come to our side, right? We'll, we'll grant you safe immunity We'll set you up in South America where you want to go, but we can never like it'll be too much of a public outrage. So it'll be it'll be hush hush. And once you're there, you're you know we'll we'll give you a safe house, but you're on your own from there. Yeah, there were there were several uh, high high ranking uh, German officers that went to like the OSS, which became the CIA and uh, MI MI five or MI six, whatever they are for the British intelligence. Lots of them you know, made like uh, deals to get like, to get out because we knew the next threat was Soviet Union. So like, that's my thing is like, if you're, if you're racing, essentially when you know, like the war's coming down and we're, we're just crushing Germany back into Berlin and stuff and you're starting to snatch up sign because you're starting to grab you what you want because you know, they're already looking at the next war, right? I don't think it's out of the, out of one. I don't think it's, you know, out of the realms of possibilities that they offered him some sort of sweetheart deal. And two, that they would do that kind of thing and not tell anyone about it. I I honestly think that Hitler was out of the picture. And by out of the picture, I mean not, like I don't, I'm saying he could have been escaped, whatever, prior to Germany invading Russia or the Soviet Union, sorry. Like that early on? I just don't, for the life of me, I just don't understand. Like the guy, I just don't understand why he invaded Soviet Union. I think he knew. I don't know when. What was the date that he invaded the Soviet Union? I have no idea. When he broke the non, the Pardon non-aggression me? pact. Like when he broke the non-aggression pact. Yeah. When did he bro- break the non-aggression pact? Yeah, it was signed in thirty-nine, I believe. It was d- signed in thirty-nine, and I want to like I want to know when was the official date that they, that he invaded? Could have been before 40, like, forty-one. Forty-one. Oh, okay. Too bad. Forty-one. Operation say, Barbarossa. Following, following fucking Valkyrie, I wouldn't be surprised if there'd been invo- an, 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 you know what I mean, a, an imposter the entire time after that, and he got the fuck out of there. Like it I, could be very well after that. Except, like Jeff says, he was signing. He was signing orders. So if he, if he, I think if he did leave, he left that last week, right? When he well, stopped signing orders, he, he had a second. You know what? There's people that could have fucking command. been able to do his signature, no problem. Maybe he was using a stamp. Who knows? Like. I just for for the guy that was that smart to do that something that dumb just doesn't make sense to me. Like it's fucking, it was not a winnable war. All you have to do you got to read the art of war that was written. I don't know how many, how much longer before this took place to know that that was a fucking stupid move. Well, it's easy to say it's a stupid now, move now looking back, but at the time maybe he thought he could do it. 
Yeah, he was. He was a very ambitious. I think. I think the mistake that we kind of are making is that thinking that Hitler was an outrageously smart person. He wasn't. He was surrounded himself with really smart and really capable people, but he himself was not a great forward-thinking person. This was the guy who thought that like putting money into the air force was a stupid idea. He's the one who scrapped. He's the one who scrapped. uh, You know, wasn't thinking forward enough to put money into. Uh, jet engines and rocket programs that came from other people. Yeah, he he had no military experience. He was kicked out of school. I thought he girlfriend. I thought he fought in World War One. He did. Yeah, like he had that kind of like that, but that was like yeah, he was an infantryman. He was no, he was no general or anything. Yeah, but I don't know, man. To to rise to power to from regs to riches to rise to power like he did, it it's got to take some smarts. Got to take people. I'm sh- yeah. People I'm sure he had ambition. People that wanted the, him there. Yeah, I, the big supporting force behind him, probably like the two biggest people that supported him, were uh, what was it? Martin Borman, his secretary. Is what that dude was probably. People said that he was probably the most powerful or knowledgeable person in the in the Nazi regime. And then there was Himmler. Now Heinrich Himmler was a a badass dude. Like that yeah, was a scary a guy. Shit too. Like um, he did, he was a very people described him as very dull and not like the most imposing person, but he had a really great talent for picking out really capable people and getting things done in really efficient <laughs> manner. So that's why he was the head of the SS. Mm. That yeah. plus, and yeah. also Heinrich Himmler had like a fanatical loyalty, unwavering loyalty to Hitler. Like that's what made him also very dangerous and also very capable, just doing anything. So Dan, what's your thoughts on him escaping? What what's your what's your views on that? If he did escape, it would make sense for him to go to Argentina. I mean, the Perones uh that were leading the government at the time, like they were already Nazi sympathizers and they were I mean, if you were going to go there and you did get discovered, your chances of being extradited to another country were pretty much the nil at that point. So if they did want to run, they would probably have either gone to one of the neutral countries. Like some people say, if he did make it over, he would have flown to like a neutral country. Like, like you guys said, um, could have gone to Spain where Francois would have helped him out. But also they had a lot, a lot of Nazi uh, officers and, and those supporters fleeing from Europe were also aided by the Vatican, the Vatican, a lot of, uh, priests and high-ranking cardinals and things like that, they were sympathetic towards the Nazi cause. They saw them as good Catholics, as the Nazis saw themselves. Like, they were the Teutonic Order of Knights. They were. You know what's crazy I just thought of? The Vatican's in Italy. They, weren't, they, weren't they on the other side? Weren't they on the Axis for a while before they flipped? Yep. Yeah. So the Vatican would have been 100% opposing... Everyone else. No, the, Vati- the Vatican's separate from Italy. Yeah, but f- you don't think they fucking run things? Well, of course they run. You don't have, think they have their fingers in the politics of the country they're in? 100%. Man, I mean, the, the interests of Nazi Germany and the fascist states lined up with the, whatever you could call the agenda or the goals of the Vatican Church. They were afraid of the Soviet Union. They were afraid of communists because the communist whole thing was like to get rid of organized religion. They were godless to them. So 
Nazi Germany did have support from the Vatican Church. The Vatican Church wasn't going to really do anything. They don't wield any real. Um, it's more just kind of like a like a symbolic power. They don't have like military power or their own power thing. But it, being you know Catholic does give them the access to you know you know ways to relate with other cultures. I think so. Moving to South America, which most of them are all Catholics, would have been an easy easy go. I mean, there were they caught monks and and cardinals uh, aiding Nazi sympathizers. A lot of them were able to get, um, like, they helped Nazis flee to South America, got them uh, paper, identification papers, passports. They provided them with these things and the context that they needed, especially if you have all these churches, that's an automatic, like, intelligence and, and uh, movement network. So the Vatican, some of them were, some of them were actually complicit in it. And then others were just kind of didn't know, but they did have the resources to move a lot of people out of Germany at the time. So is he, is he alive or is he alive or dead? So if he's alive, like <laughs> South America would, would be the best. Again, he thing would be 130 do. years old. So he's dead. He's not alive. Well, he's the weird alive. thing is, it's like he wouldn't be alive right now. If he's alive, he's a head in a jar and he's in a brain in a robot body. And which would be super. That's cool. exactly what I pictured in my brain when we said that. That's great. <laughs> the, the really weird thing is for me is that there is this like <laughs> there, the CIA knew of a person or they had gotten information uh from a place in in um i think i believe is this it in venezuela in 1955 and there was knowledge of this person who was known as adolf schutelmeyer and when the when the cia uh like they had a, an intelligence operative there and this person said that the, these people were kind of referring to this guy as der Fuhrer, and he looked like Hitler and people kind of like took it kind of seriously that this guy actually was Hitler. Um, so he, he managed to get a photo of the, of the person and uh, who is posing with a former Nazi SS officer in, in the picture there in Argent, there in Venezuela. And they are, the picture was actually taken in Colombia and they, he sent this picture to the CIA. He managed to get a photocopy or, take a photo of the photo and sent that to the CIA. And then he got a response back saying that we don't want to pursue this. We could expend tons of resources on this and it would only be a remote chance that we would get something substantial to go on. So they told him to stop and they never really uh, confirmed that man's identity. They just left it alone, which I think is really strange. Mm. So that's kind of, it seems like whichever way you take it, there's no like sweeping confirmation either way. I mean, you do have the the matching dental records and that seems pretty concrete that they kind of did their homework on that. And that seems to be a thing. There was a history channel TV show where they said that they had access those, those same remains that, that uh, punctured a piece of skull and the jawbone and they said they took DNA samples from the skull and they discovered it when they tested it, they discovered that it was from 
the uh, it seemed to be the remains taken from like a 40 year old woman yeah, as opposed to a 56 year old, year old woman well yeah that um, so let's talk about that because there was two different studies one in 2009 was about the skull which they confirmed right. or they are they found it was like the University of Connecticut their right. like, genetics team found that that would belong to a female like around 40 maybe it could have been 30 right. like give or take some Even years th- right even though the deputy director, Vladimir Kozlov, of the Russia State Archive that holds those remains, said that he has no record of the person uh, coming to test it. The, the uh, Bellantoni was the archaeologist or the, the historian's name that was on the show. Yeah. And they said they have no record of that guy ever coming in and or access, anybody who had access to those remains doesn't remember anybody uh, coming in to actually do anything that's so crazy because in the they claim it as truth in the documentary saying they were allowed access for two hours or whatever to the russian state archive but yeah then there's an article saying that the russian state archive has no like no uh that'd be nothing on that'd be so russia that'd be so russia to be like yeah no it didn't come what are you talking about yeah you know what yeah but or is it is it so states to be like fun this fucking documentary that like is like yeah the russians don't have them they're full of shit uh then a separate team in like 2014 examined the because for the longest time the only person to examine the jawbone was Hitler's dentist or dental assistant and they can they confirmed that it was Hitler which is kind of suspect right you're on the same team if it was Why, a, if, if, if a it wasn't if it wasn't an escape plan for Hitler to fake his own death he would definitely tell the people he left behind like yeah I'm dead like Whatever you do. Well, yeah, not to mention it was drawn from memory. Like there was no um, that bullshit. But. Some historians, some historians say that any any testimony that was taken by the Soviets after uh, in the early days after taking from uh, after taking Berlin is suspect because those people who were being interrogated were just saying anything. Yeah. To get out of it. Well, and not to mention the fucking like before. So before, obviously, we all know it was the Soviets that went through everything first, right? After that, when like the Americans or the British tried to interrogate any of these high-ranking officials, they were already all in Soviet prison and they couldn't interrogate any of these fucking people, right? And like the US, uh, Britain, and Russia or Soviets, they never shared any of their documentation. Well, I think the, the Soviets were playing the, like they were playing the long game. They knew just like we knew that at the end of this, it was going to be the Soviets versus the Western powers. And they figured uh, down the line, they're like, it's better for us to remain skeptical that the world's most dangerous man is still, or world's most you know wanted man, Hitler, is still alive and still running around and somewhere trying to rebuild his Fourth Reich. Which I think that was, that was their... Like you said, like one of the Soviets made an announcement that it would that he was dead, and then they they walked that back. Like I think somebody from up higher told them, like, no, 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 we're gonna tell them that Hitler is still alive, and that's gonna sow chaos in their ranks, and it's gonna keep Let that them preoccupy them while we fucking start our plans. Yeah, so it's purposeful disinformation, right? Because we we knew. At that time, the Western powers didn't really know anything about the Soviet Union. We we barely knew anything. Most of the intelligence that we did get came from a German intelligence officer uh, named uh, Reinhard Galen, 
who was the the German intelligence German and head or the general and part of the intelligence service for the Eastern Front. And we took him and basically we brought him into the US and we gave him access to our things. And then we we actually stationed him in Eastern Germany. Like we put we sent him back to Germany with a handpicked force to become to build a new spy network there at the end of World War and the beginning of the Cold War. That's wild. A guy who is like, you're like, you're the bad guy, but now you're our bad guy. Yeah. You had to take, you had to take the thing. I think the big thing, which you could probably get into is that, is that if, if Hitler were going to leave, you'd have to have access to all kinds of networks. There were plenty of businesses that the Germans, the Germans were in business with a lot of people before the whole war started and they were extremely profitable. So it's not like he wouldn't have a place to run or a source of money. Um, there were tons of companies that supported the Nazi party, IBM, uh, Volkswagen, which is built by the Nazis, the Coca-Cola company, and even Hugo Boss. Um, and also the Siemens AG, which is now like the global cl- conglomerate that makes everything from uh, computer circuits to maglev trains. And some of the biggest companies now were originally started in Nazi Germany or profited from Nazi Germany. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's not like he wouldn't have access to funds after he got out. So I don't know why he would stay. If he did go to Argentina, like I think it would only be for a while. Like it wouldn't be that wouldn't be where he ended up. I think he'd be living a lot more opulent lifestyle than you. Okay. I don't know. That'd be a nice place to retire, man. Fucking right. It'd be all right. So the only two pieces of evidence that we really have. One study says that it's definitely not Hitler. It's a 40-year-old woman. Another study well, the skull which, is. The skull, the, skull is. the skull. And another study just first first happened, not a study, but originally his dentist pretty much confirmed that, yes, this is Hitler. And it wasn't until just a few years ago that a separate team actually came in. And, and I, I was reading it, and it says in a quote, there's no doubt in our mind that this is that Adolf Hitler died in 1945. But it doesn't say what they used besides the original descriptions of Hitler's teeth. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it's his personal dentist, like, you think they were boys at all? Yeah, like, why? If, if I'm seeking shelter, like, all hell's breaking loose above ground, and I'm in my secret bunker, who do I want to have beside dentist. me? My best friend and my dentist. Yeah. I mean, I like my dentist. He's a cool guy. I don't like him that much. Well, and then that's the thing. It's like, so they get this guy and they're like, you were his personal dentist? He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll tech, but I want this. So like, okay. And he looks at some teeth and he's like, yeah, fucking sure thing, boss. Those, that's them. Or like, you know, the, the body, they could have done whatever fillings or remove whatever teeth to mimic, you know, Hitler's actual dental record off memory. What kind of dental well, record did they he have? He had really for? nasty teeth. Like he had... He had some really gross teeth, and I think they probably would remember um, all the work they did because most of his teeth, they said, were just like bridges and like dentures, <laughs> like fake teeth, indentures, implants, things like that. So it's like they knew My thing what, is his like, tooth, what his teeth look like. Why are we giving credibility to this fucking Nazi dentist? Okay, yeah, I'm, I mean, you don't know if he's sure. a Nazi. I mean, he was just a I'm dentist. Saying, I'm saying the, this new one. Said, is saying the same thing, but they don't say how they know, except that they're using the original, like original dentist descriptions. 
of his teeth. They don't it doesn't say anything about DNA testing, like anything that they could be found. I don't know if they couldn't find anything in his dentures or in his jawbone. I don't, I don't think they could really test for any DNA because the body had been burned like originally. So it makes like DNA but, testing really. Yeah, but they difficult. found it in the skull. That's what, That's but the then story. we don't even really know if they did because yeah, the Russians are saying that they never came there. So, so uh, really without like DNA testing on this jo- on the jawbone, like co- cross reference with some type of like preserved Hitler's hair or something. That's like the only mm-hmm. way you could really tell that was his. Yeah. So you need, yeah, you need more stuff to actually figure out if he actually did die there. So there's still, you know, there's still mystery around it. Yeah. There's still what about this? What sure if he did he have died? these body doubles that were supposed to be so close to him, they would just remove and give him the same teeth and try and like make his dental records look almost the same or as close to it as you could. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities at all. Every time Hitler loses a tooth, your body double, all right, open up, pliers, pull it out, yeah. you know? Bye-bye. I don't know. I don't think that's too crazy. If you really wanted to have a perfect body double that looked just like you, you needed you would need the same dentures and stuff also. You would but go I to think the lamps. same doctor Fuck, would have done it, human lamps- but I They gar- were making human lampshades. Dude, they would have. if I was Hitler, I would have fucking got them to pull out the rest of my shitty teeth. Give me a full set of dentures. Fucking rights. Who cares? Give me a gold uh, set of fucking teeth. Melt some of this Nazi gold I have. Give me a fucking grill. I'm going to Argentina. Peace. The people who identified the body definitely said it was him because he only had one testicle. And that is true. So after he was Hitler burnt. Only had, Hitler had only one testicle. So he wasn't burnt bad enough where they could still check out his junk. They can still check out the junk when they identify it. They're like, yeah. Why didn't That's they keep wumble. it? Hey. Because, like they said, like I said, they were they were playing the they, they were playing the long game. What if his body du- they, body double they chopped off his ball? Same thing. Fucking rights. Why I would think, they, why you would have? I think they would have found evidence of that. How? <laughs> like How you would have seen you would have seen like scarring on the tissue, like on the it tissue that was left. Like you would have seen. I was yeah. fucking doused in gasoline you, if, and burned. If you torch, well, not to mention, I don't think a ball will last long. He's probably had this contingency plan for a long fucking time. He's probably been hanging out with these clones since the fucking Valkyrie, or you know, even prior to that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like know. he's had since Valkyrie. He's had like a year to plan his escape, if it needs be. If it needs be, I mean, all the other Nazi officials had their escape plans. So, I mean. They all had contingency plans. Yeah, Why wouldn't well, he they not did have a fucking excellent one? Because they were actually excellent planners. But I think Hitler really thought to the end that they had a possibility of winning. Like they were he he had no intention of going out for peace. Because even yeah, when but- Himmler tried to uh what is it? Yeah, when Himmler tried to negotiate peace with the yeah, went behind his back to try to negotiate peace with the allies he stripped him of everything yeah but you don't think he could have quarterbacked from fucking argentina or wherever the hell he was going since he still had a shot you know what i mean like he probably he had to know that as long as he was in that fucking uh in that bunker he was fucked i think he would have he would have waited until like they were he would have had to wait i don't think he fled immediately to argentina he would have had to stay around for a while because leaving at that time would have especially when everybody was on high alert like right then, I don't think he would have went anywhere. I don't know. It was well documented that they were fucking way, way, way undergunned. Like they were, they were saying that like as one soldier would die, the next guy would pick up his gun and start using it because they were that fucking 
far, like not, out of ammo. Not towards the end of the war. The, you're mm-hmm. talking about the Soviets? I'm talking about Andrew? the Germans. Oh, I, I I heard that story as the Soviets would just march like one behind the other when the first guy fell, he just pick up his gun and keep going. Yeah, I'm talking about the Germans near the end. Like they were running out of all their resources. Well, their supply lines have been cut off. and Yeah, they had fuck all, right? And you know what I mean? Like just thinking, okay, yeah, we still have a chance, but I I have no chance fucking from here. And obviously the guy was so egotistical. He probably thought we don't have a chance if I die. So I got to get the fuck out of here just in case. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still, there's, I'm there, on the fence. There's a lot up in the air. I, still, I, yeah. I've always thought that Hitler died then. And it's the only, the basis of me changing my mind is someone else testing this jawbone. Or like some type of new testing for DNA or something on this on this jawbone, and another study on the head because one one guy says they studied it and it wasn't it, and then the person who owns the skull says they never let anyone study it. So both ways on the only evidence we have don't yield any solid answers for me. Yeah, there's no like definitive proof, which is you know that that just sets everything up for great great conspiracies that you know. Hitler is a floating head in a jar with a robot octopus body in the Antarctic. No, he's in hell getting <laughs> fucking pineapples shoved up his ass. Anyways, this let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Let's put a little stamp on this one. There's, it's really hard to know which one way or the other because you know, all these theories you can. There's almost a, a point to every counterpoint. So if you want if you want a really good show that goes through the whole thing, Hunting Hitler. We've got three seasons yeah, now. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it's got Tim Kennedy in it. He's my man crush. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a fucking a cool badass. Guy. All right, let's get into uh, let's get into some five star reviews. Woo! I got five star review from Chase from South Carolina. Keeps me going at work. Love the podcast, guys. I work alone in a warehouse, and listening to this entertains me all day. I'm constantly telling my wife about the interesting subject matter. I'd love to chat one day and talk about personal experience of mine. Also, you guys should add me on Xbox. My gamer tag is John fucking Zoidberg. Nice. <laughs> I won't spell it. If you want to spell it, you got to go fish through our reviews. Um, this is a five-star review from Koopa Troopa 6909. Space News! <laughs> five-star review. I swear to Ron Pond... These gents are a bunch of beauties. Five stars. Have been listening for a while and love them. Makes long days of pouring concrete not so bad. I, it's literally like you're sitting around drinking beer, talking conspiracy with your own friends. Yeah. Their Patreon after hours and D&D episodes are also great. So go be a Patreon supporter as well. It's worth it. Definitely give them a listen. Hashtag prolapser life. Whoop. whoop. The Jedi Time Lord. I uh, got one more here. Five star awesome podcast from S- Singe, Singe Boys, SJN Boys from the USA. Awesome content. I have only listened to about 10 episodes so far, but every podcast has a great information and the crew makes the show fun at the same time. Highly recommend. Thank you for those lovely five star reviews. Zell, did you have any others? I got one off Facebook I'm going to read. Short one. Five stars from Angelo Bruning. Besides butchering the English language on a daily basis, these guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag look it up. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Nailed it. I got some um, new Patreon supporters. 
Um, special thanks to these guys. Quick note, if you're not on our Patreon yet, get on it. We got tons of good stuff. I, I bet we have almost 30 hours plus, probably getting close to 40 hours. Uh, we have Patreon-only case files. We have some fun stuff that we do. We have our first original podcast that went nowhere, and it's absolute <laughs> shite. Uh, God but, awful. you know, if you, if you listen to us enough, uh, you want to hear, you know, kind of where more things went astray before we found stories. this. Yeah, it's uh, go check it out. Um, so thank you to Jake Betcher, Steve Soriano, CY Wuzo. I think that's how you say it. Uh, oh, these are all the same names. What the hell's going on here? Luke, JW Caster, The Right Hook, David the Jedi Time Lord, Manuel. Gutierrez, and I think Jesus, we talked about Jesus Gonzalez, but Jesus Gonzalez, you get another oh. one. Or Jesus. Oh, Jesus. All right. That's our new Patreons. Zell, Prolapser of the Week? Prolapser of the Week. This Prolapser of the Week is also combined with new music of the week. And the way Prolapser of the Week is Joachim Kindberg. Probably butchered it. But he, he's been messaging us for a while. He's been a listener for a long time. And then his brother, I'm going with uh, Micah Kindberg or Miki? Micah. Micah Kindberg. He, I definitely don't think it's Miki. <laughs> I don't know. These guys might be Swedish. I don't know. You never know how they're pronounced. Miki, Miki is the hey, common Swedish oh, name hey. now. Oh, hello, oh, Miki. Oh, Miki. It's a Miki. <laughs> a Miki the mouse, huh? And you're welcome for that, That's everyone. Swedish. But... <laughs> His song, he just goes by his name on Spotify. You can find him, look him up. Smoke and Mirrors is his newest release, and I'm going to play the song called Truth Decay at the end of this case file. So, mm-hmm. Prolapse of the Week slash and Music of the Week are the Kindbergs. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Any other, anyone else need to plug anything? Yeah, if you're, um, if you're in Vancouver on February 9th, you should come to the rail, railway stage to listen to my band, Lucky Monkey. Playing with a four-band bill. It's going to be an epic rock oh, show. I'll be there. Ooh. Fuck yeah. So if you're I'll around. Be there. If, um, second thing to plug, if you're in Vancouver January 30th, uh, you want to crush a couple beers before Zell and I take off to Vegas, we might be able to make that happen. Yeah. And if you're in Vegas January 31st to Jan- February 3rd, we're let's definitely get ready crushing party. beers. Woo! Karaoke bar. You got to hear more, Dan. Dancing topless on the da- dueling pianos at New York, New York. Uh, that's a good chance that'll happen. <laughs> yes, yeah. So if you are, if you want to come to Vegas, you pay your own way, and we're just going to post the day of what we're going to be doing. And if you can make it, just come. Like, there's no. Uh, that's the. That's it. We're going to go to a different bar every night, probably Area 51 on probably Saturday, I think. Mm. Probably Saturday. Yeah, that's so what I was. We either rent a car or if someone has a van or something, we'll. We'll figure something out, but we're going to we're going to we're going to we'll check out the mailbox. Flying saucer or something. We'll get there. Hundred percent. Oh, I'm I'm stoked for that. It's gonna be a fun great dra- fucking time. Yeah. Oh, All right. Well, um, wait, wait, wait. Dan, um, go ahead. Dan had we're going to start putting together listeners' stories. We're going to start putting oh, a segment yeah. together that. So, um, if you sent us a story before and you haven't heard it on the podcast yet, uh, resend it and and put a little thing at the bottom or the top that says that we can read it on on air. Um, that we're going to do it and we'll share some listener stories and stuff. I, we've read some cool stories 
uh, so far, but just to make sure everything's on the up and up, resend us because we want we want to share your stories with everybody and share if you got a story. Write them out for us, and yeah, we will up. read them, and we'll add a little theatrics to them as well, and make it a we'll make, make them, them a little more make them pop a little more. <laughs> All right, as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Thanks, guys. Peace. Last night in Sweden, Sweden, who would believe this? Sweden. If I believe I'm right, we'll go to hell with what they say about my lack of will to understand the problems in the past and the consequence I had. Thanks for the advice, but I'll do this my way, cause when all talk is easier to I couldn't deny one's right to live free, but natural selection is enough to me. I'm told enough to know I'm not responsible for those who keep living their lives at the end of our own. Why dwell on mistakes that were made in the past, but life is running by so fast? In the race for mankind's resources Someone has to finish last When I talk it's easier to see all the possibilities I'll show what to expect from me How can I give you what you need If you deny my right to need Tell me what it is you think you need I'm offering solutions to the problems of today But nothing free will come without a price to pay But if we work together, then the telling where we'll stop If you support the ladder, I'll further up Why dwell on mistakes that were made in the past When life is running by so fast In the race for mankind's resources Someone has to finish last Well, I'm talking
Yeah.